millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense, but we are a sub-science here to make things make sense. Today we are talking about bird watching. We're going to explain why it makes you happier. We're going to explain how to do it, how to get started as a beginner, and essentially how to change your life because truly this is a hobby I picked up two years ago and I've never been happier in my gosh dang life. <laughs> I sadly like I'm starting to get that thing where like everyone like talks to me about birds and it's like I do love birds but you're and I like, love bird watching like, but like when you start it's, it's like it's not my only personality <laughs> but then it's so funny like everyone be like oh a bird or like or like give me little bird trinkets which is nice but then I'm like okay you I'm, I'm literally becoming the bird person but I but it's just because it's the easily accessed hobby to do during pandemic like there were so many right. things that like sometimes it is funny I'm like okay maybe I need to chill but it is actually so cool but who am I walking down the street rocked off <laughs> Crown okay. breasted pigeon. <laughs> okay. Robin. Both of those no, were okay, so embarrassing. Both of those were pigeons, which aren't that cool in a Okay, robin, what else is cool. there? You'll be like, House Sparrow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, House Sparrow, Chipping Sparrow. Those are also really common. So, like, European Starling, like, okay, also really common. Greg loves birds. Of course, they're going to talk to you about birds. Well, no, I've not do that anymore because those are the basic basics, but we aren't going to ever say that on this birding podcast that there are like basic ones and good ones and bad ones because I don't believe that that's true, but I will explain that some people do. But when there's a rarity flying on the street, I will stop and say. Okay, save it for the bird segment. Okay. Um, what? I just got back from like a week apart from you. That's kind of cool. Oh, yeah. How's it going? Good. Oh, yeah. What did? How was your week? Good. <laughs> yeah. Like, so weird. Good. We, we still obviously communicate all week when we're apart. Yeah, it's true. And like I did see you last night. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was good. I watched like movies alone. I worked on my work and it was very living alone is interesting. At first, I'm always like sad and then I kind of get into it and then you start to be like, I don't want to see anyone ever again. I know. <laughs> it's weird. But then I'm like, no, obviously I do. I do. I do. I do. But <laughs> living alone is like nice. It is, especially once you get into it. I agree because I was alone here and the first 24 hours I was like, oh, I'm so alone. Yeah, I feel so sad. The first 24 hours I'm like, oh, this is so but depressing. The immediate following 24 hours, it's like, oh my God. This is amazing. I can you do can whatever. Do whatever I you want, whenever you want to do it. It's crazy. And it's not even like, it reminds me of when I used to like, I moved back in with my parents after university or whatever. And you're like, it's not that you can't do something. It's just that when you're around other people, even if it's roommates, there's kind of limitations to just like going with your own flow. Fully. You have to take into consideration 
other people. Other people. Even when you don't <laughs> really realize. really hard. No, even when you don't. Yeah. No, it sucks. <laughs> Having to care about others. <laughs> you have to take into consideration them in ways that you don't realize you're doing all the time. Yeah. Even if it's like, oh, I'm hungry. Oh, but someone's using the kitchen. So I'll like. Yeah, I'll be. Or yeah. like I'm making something that will be obnoxious and make the kitchen messy. Like there's lots of. Or it's like, I don't really feel like putting on clothes. I'm going to be naked, naked. I'm always naked, naked, naked all the time. <laughs> I'm not naked that often. I actually. never put clothes on. I whip my clothes off the second I get home and I live alone. <laughs> it's so weird. Full I'm naked? Like, full naked. I love it. That is so interesting because you never do that here. I know because I'm like, I don't know. Isn't that weird? Like you shouldn't care, but I feel more exposed. Yeah. It, it's it just makes like, sense. It's just like you are like, okay, like now your <laughs> cock and balls are just like drooped on the couch while we are like chatting. <laughs> True. But I guess if you did it more often, it would just become normalized. Yeah. But I know what you mean. I sort of feel the same way. Like yeah. if I go to the like loft and um, work out and then I'm really sweaty and I'm there, I will just like take all my sweaty clothes yeah. off and then be naked. And I'm just like, I wouldn't do that here. <laughs> Oh my god, are we ashamed of our bodies? I'm horny. I don't know about you. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah, so that's fun. What else was new this week? Uh, let's get into what we. Oh, like. you want to you yeah, want to move yeah. on? Like, I don't feel, I feel like we're not really like we're grasping at straws. <laughs> and I love being naked. Oh, what did we learn this week? Okay, I'm gonna go first because I feel like mine is gonna be hard to explain in a weird way, and I want to do it slowly, and I want everyone's help, including yours to help me understand if what I'm saying makes sense. Okay. Because I feel like I get it, but I also don't. Okay. So it's like... Big build up. And because it's sort of nearing the end of this book on consciousness, and there's all these things before it that have led to my understanding of this, and I want to know if I just say this, if it, if makes, it makes any sense. sense to you. Okay, so this is like a little practice time for yes. you to explain a concept that you're going to yeah. find out whether people need context before hearing. Yes. Okay. So this <laughs> book is about how conventional ideas of consciousness there's like a field of thought that is that we don't take in the perceptions from the world around us just as light and audio signals hitting our neurons the neurons are essentially like hitting our eardrums i guess and our retinas which hit receptors that send signals to our brain and that's why we see mm -hmm. this book is arguing that our brain is a prediction making machine that is predicting everything all the time mostly and our senses like vision are just backing up with reality what the brain has already thought so it's like a secondary response to verify yes i saw that thing my brain already thought it was there and now i'm yes. seeing it but i actually processed it before i actually saw it or something yes. is that what you mean? like more it's like their their values that our conscious life is more our brain just predicting all these things based on prior context and knowledge and our senses like in our even like thermoreception proprioception not just like taste and smell and see is all just there to back everything up mm. at, based on like the actual reality of what is around us because in our life there are things that exist but yeah. we're just essentially our brain is just like encoding them for our consciousness to know yeah okay so their argument is that our emotions are also this in that our fear, our jealousy, our sadness is just our brain's predictions of what's mm. to come. So for example, fear, it's like you see a bear, your brain is now predicting 
what needs to happen. So your fear response happens and is triggered in order for you to run. Sadness, you're watching a loved one die. Your brain is predicting. Whoa, that was a really sad one. Like (laughs) your brain's predicting how bad this is going to be for your future self. That the emotion of sadness comes in as the response. Jealousy, like your friend, I don't know, like has sex with your boyfriend or something. Mm -hmm. Your brain is predicting how awful the future is now going to be in that specific setting that you create jealousy. Okay. Does that make any sense? That is like the brain is the emotions are the brain's response to predicting what's going to happen. Yeah, I think that totally does make sense. Like I'll think about it more, but there's lots of. Even in in therapies and stuff that I've worked on with anxiety, like a lot of times you realize you will feel an emotion before you even know what it's about. Yeah. So like sometimes I'll just have a pit in my stomach and now I sometimes be like, okay, I need to like get up and walk to associate this with like movement because I actually don't know what it's coming from. So sometimes Hmm. it makes sense that emotions are not necessarily coming directly from something but it's like an internal thing first that your body or brain or whatever subconsciousness has decided to put on. But, um, and then they're interesting to think about because obviously like the sight and the sound and those kind of predictions feel universal. Obviously not every creature on this planet does, but, and maybe other creatures have forms of emotions. Obviously they do like there's excitement and there's like sadness and you can see that in Ernie, but I, when you look at certain levels of consciousness or beings, you wonder, is it just a different form of emotional processing or are they having those things as well? Yeah. Obviously fear exists in lots of animals. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it exists in us. Like it, and it's so interesting. It's like those animals are conscious. Oh my God. It's so cool. Sorry. Thinking about consciousness is so cool. Cause I am like, now that I'm thinking about other animals, it's just like, I want to know so bad what it feels like to be a dog but it's like you just can't and they are conscious but it's like i can't even fathom i'm always going to be like you know anthropomorphizing everything yeah you can only see it through your own perspective it's actually an interesting way to also think about yourself like how like when you think about your own therapizing you actually can't really consider yourself it's kind of like you know a scissor (laughs) like scissors can't cut themselves like yeah, uh, you uh, screwed ever can't screw itself. Like you can't analyze yourself because you're contained within yourself. Yeah, and it's almost like you can't analyze anything because you can yeah. also never put yourself into that other position. Yeah. But oh, I was thinking of the other way. Like it's so hard to give other people advice because you can't know their consciousness. I but you both can is ask true. Them, but they both are true. Yeah, <laughs> like you, you, I was thinking of it more like, oh, I'm better at therapizing myself because I know myself because I am myself. But it's like, oh wait, no. But I'm also so mm-hmm. clouded with all the intensity that it is to like be me. Oh and my you God. can't step outside yourself. That's why mm-hmm. having something like a therapist or people to talk to can help you gain perspective on your own issues. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when it comes to consciousness, like I got to sit on that and think about that. Yeah, a more. I know. Exactly. Like I, I thought it was interesting and obviously reading the book, it's much better explained that I was very convinced, but I've just been trying to, yeah. Anyways, I think it's just interesting it the way I explained that it way. and be like, does it even, no, it sense? does make sense. I don't know why I keep relating it to like other animals. I like the idea that there's like, I guess consciousness is a construct in terms of how we think about it. But when I've heard of it from like a spiritual perspective, it's like even a rock has a form of consciousness. It may not be because, you know, like if you leave a rock, a rock alone long enough, it peoples, right? Like the, like our planet did that, (laughs) right? Like our planet was a giant rock that eventually became animals and plants and people and all these things. Right. So there's like some thoughts in Buddhism that like everything has a level of like vibration to it. Right. And that we are like a quote unquote more complex form 
than the consciousness of like quote unquote simpler organisms or even a rock, which is mm. like perhaps one of the most simple things. But that's like often even the bell. I'm I'm like projecting my own thoughts into Buddhism. I don't know enough about this. But yeah, because that's you know, when you ding the bell and it's just like vibrations. Like huh. this is a form of consciousness. That's so. That's like really nice spiritual thought. But I do think that scientifically the argument would be a rock doesn't have consciousness. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. That's why I'm saying it's a construct, though. I think that's oh, a spiritual okay. understanding because what is the difference then? Hmm. Well, that's so interesting because, because it's a gradient. It's like the difference between a dog and a wolf is what humans wrapped around it to say these are distinct species, even though at some point they were the same. Where exactly did one become a dog and one become a wolf? Like everything yeah. is a gradient. And truly, this rock we're on Earth like was just a rock at first. Okay, no, what's so interesting is it's like, but then there's also the theory of like, did nitrogen or the things that made life actually come from another planet? But your argument sure, still but is even, like, that even was in, a rock. Yeah, like in this or universe. Or it was a big, like, this the universe, big bang did it start Did the universe start with consciousness? So consciousness came out of, our idea of consciousness came out of nothingness. Yeah, that's true. So where did it start? So is everything actually consciousness? It also reminds me like, there's a really nice saying that, because um, <clears throat> sometimes people think of like different forms of consciousness of being better like we're more complex so we're like better or that um, different forms of organisms are like more important than the other but I recently heard it said like you know people often think the tree is the final form and it, it makes acorns or seeds to make more trees but then I heard it said that a tree is just an acorn's way of making more acorns and I was like hmm. that's a funny way or an egg is or a chicken is just an egg's way of laying more eggs yeah, it's interesting. You know what I mean? Like yeah. to flip it on itself to be like, everything yeah. is kind of like, you can just change the perspective of it. This is a rambling, but. No, it's not a rambling. It's actually just like, it's just that consciousness is trying to be studied scientifically now, but it's hard to discuss outside of spirituality because of, course, of yeah. humans and because of what spirituality is like essential for life. It's just interesting because like consciousness, I'm reading this purely scientific book that is not bringing up anything to do with religion or spirituality at all mm -hmm. and it's just like oh yeah but when you bring that up consciousness to any person the to the topic's going to become about spirituality really quickly i, have, I like forgot about that because right. i'm reading yeah. it about like like just from just like from a neuronal like yeah. physics perspective so i was like oh yeah but it, like no one a lot of people don't want to talk about that they'd rather well, talk the about only other thing i'll add on to it because i don't want to like keep going on on and on i could talk about this forever unless you're finding this as interesting well, as we i am should do an episode on consciousness oh true write that down <laughs> but like because as humans you're you're saying like we're interpreting signals we can really we only have so many tools to like we don't see uv light we don't see we can only um like see time in one direction you know what i mean like we experience the world only through the way that we're capable of doing it and so it limits us in the a way that we can actually understand the universe in the first place mm -hmm. like can we actually understand the true nature of the universe as we are so limited by what we can even measure well that's why it's so cool about science it's because they're like well we can have crazy contraptions that will be able to measure something outside of the visible light spectrum True, but so then, that's what's but cool but then how far does that go like yeah. to what point can we does it go on and on and on and humans are able to make things that can detect everything or is there limitations to the, that that's well? literally the theory of everything so they're looking for they're literally looking for that actual answer i thought the theory of everything was finding like an equation that describes i know that's yeah it's an, equa an equation that works and like how understand my everything. understanding is like an equation that actually works like because right now the like 
theory of general relativity and like what's coming in from quantum physics and quantum mechanics and all these different fields isn't adding up mathematically. Mm. But there is obviously like with math, it's like so interesting. It's like a language that is like you discover more things as you do it. There is the theory of everything is when it actually brings everything that we understand together to have the an actual solution to what's going on in the universe. <laughs> but I, they don't have that. And you're right. It could not exist. Yeah. Anyways. Whoa. That was so not about bird watching. No, or really about, No, but that's what this book's about. It's really cool. Being you, I've been talking about before. You can go read it. Um, okay. My, I didn't have like a very specific what did you learn this week, but I thought we'd play a fun little game that I came across on. Guess where? TikTok. <laughs> um, classic. No, but it was really fun. And actually, it's about connecting our consciousnesses. Okay, okay cool. Good segue. <laughs> you might have seen it. Okay, basically the rules of this game are that we're both going to, on the count of three, say a word. Any random word. The okay. goal of the game is to ultimately say the same word out loud at the same time. But every time we say three, two, one, we're going to say a different word. Okay, I have a question. Yes. Should we close our eyes? Yeah, we can totally close our eyes so we're not cheating and like using facial cues. Well, I'm just curious, like when the people do this on TikTok, are they just eyes open? Actually, yeah, no. Yeah, but sometimes no. they're staring into space. No, you're right though. It's not. I, I was thinking like so we would just both say like, like camera because it's in front of us, but it's like. Yeah, don't say the things in the room because that I think. Okay, 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 okay. Just we'll give ourselves enough time to think of a word, <laughs> but then it, it, it does kind of become a strategy thing where you're like, hey, what connects these two words? Like you're not just randomly hoping you say the same thing. Like if... If I said plant and you said, I don't know. I, I don't want like. No, let's just play it. Okay. I get okay. it. I get it. You get it, right? Okay. So, yeah. so take a second. I'm going to think of a, word, a word as well. Okay. Let me think. Oh my God. I can't look in the room because I'm just going to say something that's in this room. Um, okay. You ready? So, I'll say three, two, one. And we'll both say a word out loud. Okay. Three, two, one. Umbrella. Moon. Okay. So now it's like. We're just gonna keep going. Okay. Yeah. Well, I need time to think about what connects those. Oh, I thought it was like, oh, it's not like a No, boom, boom, you're boom. supposed to like think and oh. strategize. Now, oh, like how now do what you connects connect moon both. and umbrella? Because we want, okay, the, okay, okay. We want the next word we say yeah. to be the same. Okay, I think this could work. Okay. Three, two, one. Cloud. <gasps> okay, do it again, do it again. <laughs> Three, two, one. Rain. Rain. Whoa! <laughs> okay, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. We okay, so, really fast. Okay, actually. let me let me try and let me try and explain it one more time for myself and then do it. We are going to try and say the same word, but by randomly saying a word each time and hoping that our thoughts bring it together. It's like our, yeah, the first word, the first time it's random, but after that, you're trying to think of what connects these two so that when we say the next words, we're like getting hopefully closer and closer to saying the same okay. word. Okay. You want to do one more? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Tell me when you're ready. I'm ready. Three, two, one. Fence. Blue. Okay. Three, two, one. Paint. Sky. Okay. <laughs> okay. Three, two, one. Brush. Color. <laughs> okay. Okay, we have to pause now. Brush and color. Okay. Uh, three, two, one. Painting. Oh, so close. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Okay, ready? Are you ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. Museum. Warhol. <laughs> oh, shit. We're never going to get this. Oh, one. no. You're going, you're going, you're going. Okay. Oh, um, okay. Three, two, one. New artist. York. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> we should give up on no, this. No, no. What? Keep, what? Oh. keep calling. Stop. Okay. New York artist? We can do that. Who's a New Yorker? Okay. Oh, shit. No, that's what I was going to. Okay, oh, ready? No, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> you know it. Greg. Okay, go, 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 go. You know it. Go. Three, two, one. Lady, Lady Gaga. Gaga. <laughs> we did it. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
<laughs> Say you're a millennial gay without saying you're a millennial gay. I know. New York artist, we know it. That's so funny. How annoyed would you be if I went like super like like, oh, like downtown so East Village art scene? I was like, oh wow. Like I don't even like I'm sadly like can't even think of it. I'm like Victor Ka- Victor Karamovsky's new portrait work. I would kill you. I'd be like, I have no reference points for that. Okay, we're gonna take a break and then we will come back and talk all about birds. <laughs> This ad is brought to you by BetterHelp. Here at Side Note, you know we're obsessed with therapy, and that's what BetterHelp is all about. Is there something preventing you from achieving your goals? Can't pinpoint exactly what interferes with your happiness? Try BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your personal needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can connect in a safe and private online environment, which means no more uncomfortable waiting rooms. It's so convenient you can start communicating with a licensed therapist in less than 48 hours. You can send a message to your counselor and anytime and what's even better is BetterHelp is available worldwide. If you want to start living a happier life today as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com/sidenote. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp h e l p.com/sidenote for 10% of your first month. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Study time. Study time. Study time. Study time. So, so, so we're chatting about tweet, tweet, not Twitter. Ugh, don't want to hear any more about that because <laughs> although it's in the news, um, but we're talking about birds and like, I what? do not know what's in the news. No, I do. And I don't want to talk no, about no, it. No, I don't want to talk about it either. Well, uh, we have an Elon Musk episode no, stop where it. you defended him. So go back <laughs> and listen to that if you want to hear something. So embarrassing. And you know what? You know what that shows? Gross. <laughs> yeah, that's okay? true. That's what that's true. is actually beautiful about People still talk about the, our Elon Musk episode though. <laughs> I still mean? get messages about, from people like whenever people make fun of Elon Musk online and they're just like, this reminds me of that podcast episode <laughs> so like i think we like we're very heated i think it's like <sighs> one people remember and they know that i hate him and i, I can't. do okay we're gonna and anyway, we're not, wait, no we're, we're not, not gonna talk about the this. opposite <laughs> of the stress and anxiety of okay. twitter and elon musk is bird watching people bring it down let me tell birds. you it is the best <laughs> form of meditation for people who don't know how to meditate because it forces you to be meditative it forces you to forest bathe which scientifically is very great to help any sort of cure like depression or anxiety. <laughs> okay. But it's like you're doing this thing like for people like me who need to be doing things all the time. It right. like it's like it's crazy how it like it's active does yet the, meditative. It does the things that like meditation and like being in nature and all these things and all those all that shit you're told to do but you're like well, what how? How am I you expect me to just go meditate in the park like how? Yeah. For people like me it's like and maybe people can relate to this. Oh, you grab, we'll get to it. You don't need binoculars, but they'll come in later on in the episode as a really fun thing. Okay. You just take yourself to the park and you look for birds and you will feel amazing. 
I was just going to say a couple <laughs> things. One, obviously Greg's leading this pod because I'm not a birder. Not You not are. It. No, I'm a birder by proxy now. Like yeah. I only have learned it through you. I don't do it on my own. But to start off, I'm curious, and I hope this doesn't come off the wrong way. Like, uh, what the <laughs> why fuck are you, are you doing? So weird. <laughs> no, my honest question is, why birds oh. and not oh. any other type of animal? Oh my god. Okay, I have it. I learned you know what an I mean? to start, and I, I think okay. I might know why, but I'm curious it's, for you. It's purely geographic location. I live mm. in the city of Toronto. Okay. So I think this is a bird watching episode catered to people who live in the greater Toronto area or Southern Ontario, but based but birding in general still don't scare away the rest no, of the sorry, audience. I'm Greg. Come we, back. Come back. No, when we start <laughs> to talk about like the birds that you'll see and like what you can do to see them and stuff like that, I'm going to be focusing on where I've learned the most about how to do it, which is in Southwestern Toronto. Ontario. And, but my point is that according to like migration patterns and science, cause it's like so large people in New York could also like under like in Michigan, like we'll all have the same like relationship similar, to the birds yeah. that are living around us. So I am obsessed with whales. I don't have access to going to see whales. Mm -hmm. I don't live near an ocean. And there are actually such a vast, like insane things happening in the skies above you yeah. of birds can, Completely different all of the animals because they are literal dinosaurs who have been here longer than we have as mammals. <laughs> they are the most, they're, they're a specific creature that is around the world. So everyone can bird watch, but not everyone right. can go to a savannah and see a goddamn lion because sadly there's like 48 left. Or okay. So then my question about that is because I do think you're totally right. And there are so many, it's like such a diverse array of species and it changes through the year, which is really nice to see. If you live where we live. Yeah. Yeah. Because we live in like a, seasonal which is so fun place but you know not to like to my own horn but sometimes i <laughs> go to high park and i do meditate and i yeah, look that's at, true. at the squirrels and i was like why not like some other kind of man like why aren't other there's creatures? not a, there, like because it's like there's black squirrels there's brown squirrels there's red squirrels so it is part of your bird watching that you see lots of birds yeah you see lots of or them is that what you're wanting to get out of it or would you be no okay it's like just seeing like one little cute bird no you can be okay with seeing one little cute bird but it's it's so much more like dynamic and interesting because of the fact that there's so many different species you can see Hmm. Like there's only like when you look at a squirrel, like in High Park, for example, you're going to see the same type of right. species of squirrel over and over and over. Right. But at that same moment in High Park, I mean, I went on eBird the other day and someone had seen 42 different species oh! of birds in the park. Okay. So that's and it's like because and they're I flying. last summer, but I think I started too late, like at, in the fall more, I started taking a class like on insects and I was like, why not? that because obviously there's so many different oh i mean there's insects but it's I, much less it's probably a lot harder to just like oh yeah start digging stuff up and look at things and i was looking for a hobby in the pandemic and i was like going crazy and sad <laughs> and i was like what can i do and i was like i could start looking at birds because all i'm being told to do is go on hikes and yeah, be outside because yeah. you can't it's be like inside or else you're going to kill your grandma uh, so uh, i was like yeah okay and also i'm scared because i feel like every time i hang out with my family, I'm going to kill them. It was like oh March God, or like right. April. And it was so it's like insects maybe just weren't as obvious to me for some reason, even though that you're right. They're outside under like a rock, which is well, where I was. Maybe that's the expansion of birding is into yeah. like how, what are other once you've like not that you're going to master birding because I'm sure you always will. be. But you're right. Things, then that's but, when you start looking at the trees around yeah, the birds or that's the something that insects. we I think it was maybe not last summer, but the summer before 
we went to a cottage and they had like a handbook on books and we started trying to handbook on books. Yeah. Wasn't it like a book that you would open and it would show you like, this is a cedar tree and here's how you you said a handbook on books meant on trees. I handbook oh, on whoops. trees. Oh, whoops. <laughs> I'm whoops. like a book on books. I was like, yeah, duh. You know, <laughs> no, like, no, no, no. I was like, are I was you like, you were like, yeah. Stupid? The book where I open it up and it would show you these different books and the types of books. Well, you like know, hardcover, soft cover. What's book. a tree made out of? I mean, what's a book made out of? <laughs> <laughs> tree, tree, carbon, air. Trees are books, okay? And they're actually the books of life because they tell us about history. Yeah. They tell us about the climate, modern day as well. They host families of trees and squirrels. Okay, trees. Why not trees? Yeah, no, okay, you're so right. Anyway, no, but I'm it was saying, a book on trees. <laughs> <laughs> and it was really fun yeah, to be like, I've true. never really, I obviously love being around trees, but I don't know much about them. So it was fun to be like, oh my gosh, like this kind of pine has three needles sticking out. And I never yeah. realized, oh, some of them have six. Like, you're right. Like, why? Like, okay, so that is an option. You don't, you could do a, get a similar sort of like forest bathing, mental health, like, proven through a lot of psychology studies kick out of the same thing if you were tree actively like, kind of finding being like a naturalist who was like oh i'm gonna look at the different you're right species of trees species of like weeds and shrubs in high park there's so many that's so cool and you could do we it with insects yeah. but i think that my Birds. point is literally i arbitrarily chose one and right. then i just haven't looked back and it's been so fulfilling that it's like Okay, you're right. Those are also probably other great options I just didn't think of. No, I think, I, and I, that's why I was like, I don't want to come out the wrong way because I do think bird watching is so cool. And I was thinking like, it's seemingly the most popular of those. Like, I don't really hear. See, that's what's interesting. Like, maybe you're right. Because like, I did go on like a hike with a naturalist in Toronto and was so fun. It was like me and my like birding friend Allie. We were like, oh, it was so fun. So he knew everything about the birds, but he was knew everything about the like wildlife plants. in general like and i actually think he knew more about the plants so maybe sometimes mm. when you're seeing you start to connect a birder well, you might learn a lot with birds too to be like that what kind of tree does that bird usually yeah. go on oh and i'm gonna learn about that tree my point is there are probably actually people who go to high park and they know a bit about birds but they know a lot more about the plants uh, you know what that's true that what a beautiful job to just be like somebody who works in nature and gets to share. Yeah. Are you kidding? That's what me and Ali say. We're like, we want to be park rangers so bad. Why don't we just do that now? Would we be so much happier? Uh, it's also apparently really hard to get a job as a park ranger at High Park. You're like, think about the demand. Hard. No, you're oh. right. I, I just mean like, but when? Why aren't we trying to do that? Because there's not that many jobs. But, but are you choosing things based on like just the? I'm just saying like generally, if you want something, go get it, girl. Okay, okay, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, if I want to be a park ranger, I can do that. Yeah, yeah, no. I literally, me and Allie are like, we want to be park rangers, and we looked it up, and it's actually really hard. So what? Lots of things are hard. It's hard to be a YouTuber. Okay, I'm just saying, that's not why I'm dropping everything to be a park ranger, because it's like, I would drop everything, and they'd be like, okay, cool, you have to go back to school. And they're like, you want one in High Park? No, honey, you're going to North Bay. So what? That's beautiful. No, that's where you'd be like, no, it's hard to live in North Bay for 365 days of the year. Not Don't if you love nature. Okay, Midge, you're going on as not. My I'm trying to get people to bird not be like i'm gonna to commit to live in north bay if i like nature <laughs> i want this to be accessible <laughs> okay 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 here's another question for you this will be more normal what like what <laughs> speak more about like what it is about birding okay so that just like captures your imagination oh, captures my imagination. or just oh, makes wow. you happy or like what because obviously lots of people start hobbies and then those hobbies minimize, okay. right? you get excited and then it goes away but yeah. i feel like you've 
you got into it and you've done you're it right it's addictive and i yeah you're so right like i'm definitely one of those annoying people in my life who starts a hobby and there and like will maybe like a month in be like oh i'm a potter like i make pottery now and then no, never you're not like okay that. maybe i'm not but i'm saying that that's a common thing that can happen and it's happened in my life yeah. and you're right it didn't for this mm-hmm. that's true like there is okay so now let and now that the, not that the pandemic's over but obviously things are much yeah. more accessible you can be doing but you're still interested in okay I think like it is truly I going back to what I said at the beginning, forcing you to do the thing that we all know, which is go into nature and meditate and like sort of focus on something very acutely that's happening around you. Like mm-hmm. no meditation is like stare at a candle, stare at a wall. Mm-hmm. You're literally in the middle of the forest. And then you're trying to find this like kind of complicated flying thing and 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 really like what always en- it ends with is like this intense moment of like stillness where you're staring at it and it's like that moment is like oh my god that's like the drug every like even us science podcast psychology podcast is like they always end by being like you just gotta have gratitude and go into nature and stare <laughs> yeah. at something like literally so like you know what i mean things. so it's like I just add, do a gratitude journal and then go birding and you're literally nature staring at something so sure. it's like and it's active like you're up and about not that you're like yeah. running but you're walking you're yeah. moving it is like combining all these yeah. things that we're constantly told are like really positive and healthy so it's so that's like my main thing is it's that which is sort of like my first point was like the nature bathing thing but the other thing that's cool is it's like what i now i'm like kind of think almost like the way people talk about when they have kids where they're like the whole your whole fat fabric of like the way you look at the world changes and you're like i'm never love something more like they're just like this like people like, like they talk about that shift yeah like they're kind of like a mini yeah, i'm not comparing there's a mini like i'm like ha- the before i knew mm. what was going on above my head like right. i had no it's very idea line for like when i go True. into high park now i'm like so I took my friend Ami this past weekend and he, I, I saw him have the moment where he was like, holy shit, this is actually super cool. Cause he had no idea. I was yeah, like, you don't I was like, up. there's a Northern flicker. Like I've been wanting to see this thing for so long. <laughs> he watched me like freak out and run. And then when I like got the binoculars and saw it, it was crazy. It's like this weird bird that has like these, it, and I was, I was like, that just came from like Costa Rica. And he was just like, what? I was like, that arrived here today from costa rica like a quarter like i'm not even kidding like just got off the well it was either here like yesterday or tomorrow because like the way we are in spring i did not expect to see it it's definitely the first northern flicker high park and i have been wanting to see it for so long and when i saw it and when he saw it it was like big it had this crazy thing out the back of his head that was red and i was like if you saw that in costa rica you'd be like oh my god a a cool bird bird, and now you're seeing it weirdly in like bland gray high park you could Mm. tell he was like holy shit yeah. and then all of a sudden a bunch of woodpeckers just kept coming like right beside us and you could tell he was like is this normal i'm like yeah you're in the birding bar mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he's like adjusting and seeing like crazy birds and then i'm kind of like let's go home and he's not wanting to leave because he's, he's realizing like, like holy it, yeah. shit like so wait nice. if i stop and look now and then and then sometimes i'm like that is actually like not a daily a woodpecker like that's one, a right. yeah we saw a red headed woodpecker oh that's cool which i'd never seen oh never mind i thought you were gonna say there's also a point where he might be like when you're a beginner every bird is also exciting not that yeah, they yeah. ever should not be but the yeah. common ones he would be like oh my god there's one or oh, i yeah. would be like that sorry that beginning. was like what the woodpecker <laughs> that was like what my woodpecker story was it was like woodpeckers beside us and i was literally like oh yeah you didn't know <laughs> like you know what i mean i was just like oh Oh, you're you're excited you by that. You're excited by those. that downy. Oh, you're excited oh by the three God, downies nearby. Right. Girl, they're always running. Just gotta look. 
and then I'm like, but in the distance, that's a redheaded. Now that's rare. But no, okay. So then the oh other thing God. I want to say is that me and my friend always make. There is truly birding culture, and it is sometimes like so <laughs> glorious, and it's just like a wise white person, like in a really nice Gore-Tex, with like a huge camera who's seventy, like passing on knowledge, and you're like, I'll take it. <laughs> but sometimes there's a bit of like, oh. Did you see the first goldfinch? Like, there's a little bit uh, of like that. Yeah, that's not little, cool. But us. I guess like every field kind of can have that. Like, yeah. there's always going to be the people who uh, grab into things and want to be the best <laughs> at it. But like, the true birders are gonna <laughs> are gonna be the ones who just like can appreciate it actually for its beauty and don't care yeah. to like brag about what they exactly. Think. And I do feel like most of the people we've met have been true birders who are just beautiful and glorious but there's also a hilarious thing where i'm like i don't know what happens like 70 years ago but everyone's old like it's like you're either Wait, what the way like you just no that. i was like was everyone birding when they were 30 in our age and like it's like this thing that doesn't happen anymore i'm like why is everyone 60 plus birding <laughs> because it's they a, start when they're 60 plus i think so oh, okay i think, sorry. i well, didn't know actually, if they were like raised question. to bird no, you know what i mean it could be a different a generational thing you mean you said it's it in just a like, way. You're like just, what happened 70 years ago? Everyone's old. I was like, that's no, what I don't know. I was years. thinking about it backwards. I was like, why, why are these? I don't know. I guess no, it's might, just like it's truly me right. and my friend, and everyone's 60 plus and very white. So I think it's well, I can't necessarily speak to the white part, but in terms of age, I think it is a low impact, like easy, yeah. stress-free thing that like, also if you're retired, it's probably like easier to just like be slow and take time appreciating things around you. We're like in a society and culture that as young people, it's just like, go, go, go. You're at work, you're at home, you're going out, you're doing all these things. I think when people age, not only are they more wise, but now they're also just like out of the rat race. Yeah, and interesting. can just slow down and appreciate wow, life. so crazy, the um, rat race. Also, and also the whiteness thing, I'm like, oh, that's just, literal white supremacy in the way systems are built like yeah. there's so many i've realized like even getting into birding like there's so many black birders who were like we weren't even fucking allowed in like parks that long ago like being even culturally right. like in a park as a black person like some like white person would call the cops on you and shit like there's like actual reasons why it's white like, systemic old and white yeah, yeah i mean yeah. like most things which is really. so fucking sad that's when you realize that humans are truly the worst because yeah, it's like, like you're taking nature and you're doing this dumb insane racist shit to then ruin fucking nature like like culturally for people anyways i'm just like white supremacy <laughs> okay hot take <laughs> white supremacy everyone is it's bad, bad. <laughs> uh okay but okay so fully lost what i was no no say, yeah, we were just bad. talking about the culture of it and saying that is really old and that some people can be annoying about it but for the most part they're not for the most part everyone's just happy to see a bird and a saying that i read in a book was Someone was like, what's your favorite bird? And they said, the one I'm looking at. Oh, right yeah. Now. You made me read that bird. I mean, God, I am on a roll <laughs> Okay, today. But you have to talk. Okay, that Birds book, are really on trees, which are books. That so. book was really great, though. And they, and they also was interestingly had a whole what's plot about birding. I forget. Oh, is that what I feel you're... bad, though, because it's, it's like, downstairs. it's really famous. Literally, go to Indigo right now. It'll be like on the number one. Book. No, it's not a bird book. It's no, but it's like book. very much a pro birding because it was. It's like it's like astonishment or something. It's very like. Oh yeah, I feel bad. I, I think know. that is no. <laughs> we'll put it in the show notes. Put it in the show notes. But birding's a big part of that book. But yeah, I don't know, and I also want to talk about your experiences and the certain birds you're going to see right now. Is what because I, I think right now 
if you're listening to this, is when you should start birding because it gets yeah. real good right now. Okay, I'll talk about my birding experience. Um, to be honest, like I, uh, it, it is interesting. Like, definitely have a little bit of that same line you do, where it's like you expose me to it, and now I am more likely to look up and be like, "Whoa!" Before I would walk around and literally not even see these. Or you're driving, you see it, or you're whatever, you see birds, but you don't process them, mm -hmm. right? And like there was a time when last maybe spring, you were like, listen to how loud it is outside. Like every bird is like, wah, 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 yeah. Wah, wah, and you were like, it's not always like this. Like in a month, this won't yeah. be like, and I, that had never occurred to me before that obviously you don't, you picture spring and birds tweeting and that coming back, but it never occurred to me that once it happened, what, I just thought once it's warm, they're tweeting all summer. Yeah, yeah. But you were like, no, this thing. is like when they're like mating, mating and yeah. having babies. And like, yeah. I would just, but made also, me realize, oh, that's so weird. I never thought about it before. Also, what we both realized in that moment was when we were both like, how the hell did we walk down the street and not hear yeah. this? Like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, you're literally, it's but so interesting. Do. No, but that's what I, my point about yeah. the plane of consciousness shifts. You're yeah. all of a sudden walking down your street, which you've walked down every spring and you've thought it was quiet. Of course there's birds chirping. You're not mm -hmm. like it's quiet, but you have your headphones on take your headphones off. You're not thinking about it. If you once you start to bird or even now you might realize you're walking down your street in spring and it's like fucking loud. Like if you <laughs> took someone from a quiet place <laughs> or that. maybe who hadn't heard birds before and put them there, they'd be like, what the <laughs> hell is all yeah. of that screaming? Yeah. And like, and screaming is sounds intense, but like also like gorgeous <laughs> calls, gorgeous calls. Um, and then you start to hear it. And then it's just like, it, you're, you're just like mind blown about how many birds are around you at all times in spring. And then on top of it is really great because a big part of birding is hearing where the bird is and then seeing it. So outside of spring, it's really hard to bird because they're making less noise. So you kind of are just like have to stop and wait for like trees to move. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> when they are mating, it's also helpful for birding mm -hmm. because a, there's not so many leaves on the trees to block your view and B because they're mating, they're making noise and you can like get your binoculars or your bare eye to them. If you're in a park, cause they're so, they come close and you can like see them which maybe if they weren't making noise, you, it would be harder to find. That makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. that's why like spraying, it's like people bird like, I see. hard. Like something that I was thinking about, I don't know why I keep saying things that are like kind of like, and this is why I don't like birding. So I'm not trying to do that. I'm just trying to like hear your perspective. Yeah, no, but like, right? uh, I hope but why are you thinking that? Do you actually think that? Or you're just like saying you're randomly just thinking about that? Yeah, I just have all these questions about like why you like certain parts of it, just out of interest of what it brings to you. Because I find that, uh, birds for me I do think they're beautiful and I do really like birding but they're less accessible to me as creatures than maybe because they feel further removed from humans like then what I don't know no, you're that, right I know what like you that's mean. what I'm saying when I'm like looking at a squirrel I I still think that about a bird because you have you're upset because you have a mammal connection maybe honestly but <laughs> more even trees we like, have a more common ancestor I guess, <laughs> I guess no but I feel that way about trees so like maybe it is just everyone has like the thing that they connect to more and for me like but, seeing a tree I feel like connected to earth and seeing a bird, I do, but not in, uh, like, not in the same way as mm -hmm. I think I actually. If I was to get into this you space, I might lean to thing. plants first, and as a result, yeah. No, what? Remember birds. how you were like, I'm gonna get into insects, and mm -hmm. then you never did. Maybe because it was the wrong one, you should have gotten into trees. <laughs> no, <clears throat> oh, oh. God, I just choked to death. Um, because then you could, that sounds like that's. The I thing might you try that. Like. Yeah, insects no, I like are both. also far removed in that. And I'm also is. like partially wanted to do insects because I'm afraid of them, and I thought it would maybe help me like learn to be less afraid. But maybe you were too afraid, you didn't even start. 
Yeah, it's you know true. I, mean? I know, but I started too late in the season, I think, where it was like... No, you were talking about doing it, and I'm like, yeah, this is the right time, because the summer is when insects are the big thing. Maybe, okay, I'm just trying to come up with an excuse for why I quit, okay? I'm one of those people who does start and then just quits. No, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, it's probably because you were literally scared, because it's scary, because they're scary. True. Choo choose trees. Yeah, okay, I'm that's choosing trees. Point. I'm choosing trees. Um... But yeah, so that's why I'm like curious, like when you look at a bird, do you no. feel that way, Sorry. connect that way? That's so rude. Like, right. I think that that's, no, that's I'm like, so rude. no, me saying oh. like, no, I was like, no, I don't connect fucking birds. Ew. Oh, I thought that's why you did it. No, well, I'm like, that's so what I'm trying you, to say. I'm trying to say the activity. No, like, okay. So what I'm saying is like, you're right. There is like a certain connection to, honestly, it's a weird, anth like, probably anthropomorphization of animals that are cuter than birds like literally like pandas and like right there's yeah. like and even squirrels are like and even yeah they're i'm just saying like there are definitely related. cuter things than birds like birds my point is i'm not looking they're at like them dinosaurs and, yeah like they yeah so I'm, I'm i'm agreeing with you i'm like yeah. I'm, i don't i'm like if you think i'm going there and having this moment where i'm like that's the cutest thing i've ever seen like that doesn't happen all the time but you do start to notice that some are really freaking cute. Like, mm -hmm. like to the point where you're like, okay, like that bird is objectively ugly <laughs> and like cool that I saw it and that it's rare, but like, you what the fuck? But then there's like other things like swallows, which I right. actually think look like beluga whales. When you look at them in binoculars, they have similar, they're like, I'm literally giggling because they're so cute. Aww. So it's like, okay, there are the cute ones that give you that right. feeling that I do say, I do have those moments where I'm like, oh my God, I love you. And then some are truly scary and hideous. And hawks, I saw a hawk just like devour a squirrel the other day. So I was obviously like, um, that seems mean. <laughs> like, it's like, so it's not like you're always in love yeah, like you with You chose them. carnivores. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're meat eating or, birds. I guess they're not carnivores, but they're omnivores, right? Some yeah. Of them. No, but some of them do. Yeah, exactly. My point some of them like do eat meat and some mm -hmm. insects and seeds. And okay, my point is that that isn't part of why I like birding. It's like, right. they're. A, there are the cute ones, but it's like truly like so much more about the process, which I think is an important thing about all aspects of life. It's like if you want to be a just, creative, you have to enjoy the process. Yeah. You can't be like looking just for and for wanting results. like this experience the of, oh, I want yeah. a cute, like I want something from the animal, which is cute. It's like, no, it's actually the I whole process um, that's better. I just want to like not defend myself. But no, like, no, I wasn't, I, I wasn't, I, I was agreeing. I didn't mean just cute though. I meant like, like, a, like sometimes when I touch a tree, I'm like this is it like a spiritual connection oh, sorry. to like nature that when you've taken me bird watching or I come and I do see the birds, I'm like, whoa, like it just makes me think about life and our consciousness, like what we were talking about earlier and how we relate to this planet. And it like brings me into that space where I want to like care more about the planet when I see like a bird or a yeah, tree. So and that's go. like spiritual. So I didn't yeah. just mean cute. And I was like, do you have that? Sorry, I was using that as a bad term for like, um, probably like spiritual moments. Get, right? My point is that some birds are actually so <laughs> ugly and hideous that you just, it's harder to have a spiritual moment because mm, yeah, you're just like yeah. actually laughing at it. You're like, yeah. what the fuck? Okay. But yeah, of course I, I do have spiritual moments with the birds and with trees and with so many things in nature. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I feel like I was thinking about how I'm like, oh, it's also church because <laughs> I walked by a church the other day and it was like Thursday and all these people were like running up the stairs right before Good Friday. Sorry, it was last night. And it was like this big church and I was like, that's so nice. Like, I just want to go in and watch mm -hmm. that. Like, it was like, it was like a Catholic pre Good Friday thing. And I was like, they're all like conglomerating to do what I do in High Park, hmm. like in their own way. It's like, yeah, yeah. and I was like, that's cool. I kind of wanted to go watch <clears throat> it and like be like, oh, they're all just coming here to slow down, 
to look at the world, to like assess their life, assess the world. Obviously, it's a Catholic church. I mean, like, so I'm like, think that's, that's what crazy. Oh like, my God, that's shit. Wait, was, that it's, was, the, it's the comparison of like bird people who talk about birding and like are competitive about it versus people who actually do it for the right reasons. And I feel like the church is like that too. There's people who just go because it's like you want to be seen. You're like supposed to be at church. It's like what the right thing to or, do is. Yeah, but some I, people go to, they go to church to like actually have a really spiritual experience. Like, yeah. I think, that, the, I think that like you're right. There's obviously. Uh, I also, grew up in the Catholic hot, system. I know yeah. a lot about go to church. Hot take. They're not good people. Hot take here. <laughs> white supremacy is bad. Also, hot take here. Catholic church is bad. Too. We know <laughs> it is. It is bad. And you're right. Some people do go to Catholic church and probably like are really having are a genuinely, self, like, also genuinely good, good people and, and doing like the right thing. Yeah. It probably brings them in. The institution, them to, like, not so good. <laughs> there. And definitely the institution. it. And I will come forth and say the institution of the Catholic Church is definitely worse than bird watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's also true. Oh, wow. But yeah. But my point is that I do think also bird watching is a little bit like church for me. And that does, it makes me do those things. Yeah, that's cool. Wow. Okay, so here I just want to do some quick birds that people are going to have to keep their eye open for. Okay. Okay, so you're living in Toronto, you're living in New York, you're living in Detroit. You've got pigeons all the time. Those are actually called rock doves. <laughs> that is a fun thing to do while walking with your friends. Go, oh my God, it's a gorgeous rock dove. They're all going, where, where, where? And you're like, you can't see the beauty in that pigeon. <laughs> And you show them the pigeon. And they go, that's a dove. And you go, that's a dove. Actually, you helped me to to look at pigeons and think they're beautiful so know why i the, just they're so common they're that's so why people. and they have the really cool like iridescent feathers that like are blue yeah. and green I'm like, and that's sometimes cool. they're like spotted white and brown too yeah. like they're all different shades also of they're thriving in our mess so good on them like yeah. we're the mess that they're thriving on and mm -hmm. they're just lucky <laughs> so they were actually brought here from europe and they're doing super well because um they'd like weren't really meant to be here because <laughs> what they, they they're like essentially like do they not fly that much i know they can fly but yeah no they're just great at their their stomachs can digest a lot of like our waste and things mm. like that and they're not like they're just way better fit to live in like our capitalist like climate change societies same with european starlings if you're in north america those are from europe as well hence the name <laughs> and they do so well and they're everywhere in your city and they have these really light white spots on them if you look at them closely but they're like where you see pigeons you'll probably see them they're like blackbirds mm -hmm. so those are like the early usually ones like in the trees and stuff i mean yeah. they could be on the ground and you kind of don't notice them those are one of the first ones where i was like mm -hmm. oh my god like from my book like european starling like when i went out my front door the first time <laughs> right. you know what i mean like yeah, when you don't yeah. have to go to a park yeah and they are like kind of cool when you look at them and then robins obviously you see everywhere with like the orange mm -hmm. um, bottoms and then there's sort of sparrows everywhere that like intense birders can go like chipping sparrow house sparrow like song sparrow okay. but i can't do that and the most common one's called a house sparrow so i'm always just like if someone asks me i'm just like a house sparrow <laughs> but there are actually like so many different types right but they are also you'll see them if you're just walking down the street to like go to the convenience store you'll see mm -hmm. like oh yeah i see they're everywhere everywhere yeah. yeah so those are just and like, little and they're cute and they're super cute like if you stop and just even birded in the shrub down your street it is fun they're so cute like you start to look at them and you're like oh my god and you see their little heartbeats like, going so they fast like, they just do little jumps yeah those ones are really cute <laughs> and they also if you watch them you're like they're just like actually living like kind of the way i'm living and they're just trying to eat but they just are able to like eat so much more of our garbage but they're like really <laughs> close to us in a shrub and they're cute yeah. oh my god they're so cute so it's that's like, like the basics and mm -hmm. that's and that's year round too so the thing that made me think about um 
the pigeons as rock doves is when a really cool thing that you'll find, and this is like all over America and Canada and in the winter, are mourning doves, which is like M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G, like because they're mourning. Cause, <laughs> yeah, because they, they their their calls are like, <sighs> like they're like sad. <laughs> is that actually, actually? Well, I don't know. That's like what we just like figured. <laughs> We're like, <laughs> and then they're like, <laughs> I'm sad if you tree. ever hear that. <laughs> they're like this bird that are like kind of like early bird and coveted because they could be anywhere like and they're year round so if you're in the winter and there's not much birds you can see them like in Mm -hmm. like a pine tree in Toronto Mm -hmm. and when you look at them in the rock you're like Okay, I waited so long. It's a pigeon. Like oh, it just right. like it literally just looks like a pigeon with it's like two like a extra fancy dots. Pigeon. It's like a it's a fa- I cl- honestly also, it's a sometimes clean, it's a clean like, pigeon. Yeah, but even I look at it, I'm like, that's ugly. Like it's like it's not <laughs> yeah, like you know gray. what I mean. I'm like it's in a tree, and you're like, and you hear the call, <laughs> and you see it, and you're like, wow, pigeons are doves because you aren't that different, morning right. dove. Yeah, but they're really cool because when they fly, their wings flapping sounds like almost like a duck call. Like it goes like. So people are like, oh, what? that's when you most notice them is when they're flying. People are like, oh, look at that bird. That sounds so cool. But it's actually the physics of the wind of their wings. And they're actually silent from their mouth. Yeah. And it's cool. You start to see it. I didn't it. believe it at first. Yeah. It's, you're convinced the noise is either another bird making tweeting sounds. Yeah. Or that bird tweeting while it's flying. But then yeah. you're like, it's crazy that it's the wings flapping that's making this. It's yeah. so cool. So if you're in Toronto in the winter walking around, it's like a cold day, but it's quiet. And all of a sudden, because that's where there will be a lot of morning doves around you hear like like out of nowhere in the winter when it's quiet yeah exactly that was it do that again that was like literally that's so good <laughs> i can do a loon call too by the way do it do it do it okay wait I, I, I no no do it's that. really hard to not laugh okay okay but it was so good <laughs> that i'm that is exactly it that is crazy like are you a beatboxer how many times have you heard that I was just, I don't know. What that do was mean? exactly what they said. That was really cool. Let me try. Like, it was like, <laughs> I can too. Wow. I can do a blue jay. Okay. No. Oh. <laughs> Doesn't it do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes they, they have lots of noises, though. And they're also year I round. love blue jays. Blue jays but in the winter. That's just my bias towards, like, I love a colorful, bright bird. Sorry. No, you're allowed to love that. Blue jays are freaking cool. They're really, they're yeah. so cool. And blue being like a very, did you know? Unique. They're not blue. Color and name. It's a they're gray. Like, if you take their feathers and put them up uh, to light in a way, they're brown. Brown. I think. I just saw a TikTok on this. So okay. Don't, don't quote me. <laughs> well, we like, the There's burning someone, episode's someone, been taken over. Someone had feathers. No, that makes total sense. It. It was blue really cool. is so. It's not. like the way the light hits it. So, and they're also, another thing, like, because they're here all winter, like, seeing a blue jay against vibrant snow, you're like, whoa, mm-hmm. yeah. that is intense. Like, and cardinals, blue jays and cardinals, yeah, the red and blue, and, and it's, like, vibrant. Yeah, and they are still fun to see. Like, I feel bad. Like, sometimes we'll be birding. We'll be like, oh, yeah, just a cardinal. But I'm like, no, we, love we're always so, like, cardinals are such an easy, exciting thing because it's, like, this red thing, again, year-round, red on snow, like, yeah. red, it's, like, it's cool. You're just like, whoa, what is Absolutely that? Absolutely gorgeous. And you know what has made me ap- appreciate the robin recently, which I'm always is like a common one that you learn really young to distinguish, yeah. right? Because I didn't know yeah, any yeah. other birds, but like I knew a robin. Yeah. Many a children's book's got yeah. a robin in it. Um, and then so I think they've become a little bit like pigeons to me and that you're like, oh, I see oh. it everywhere. No, but then recently I realized they have so many unique calls. I was like listening to a thing about the robin's calls and it's like, Half the sounds you hear are like these robins doing different calls. Cool. So, See, I know. It's just Endless like, whoa, that's a info. robin's noise. Oh, that's a robin noise. That's a robin noise. Like it's cool when you realize how like diverse one bird's sounds yeah. can be. 
Also, robins are so cool because I like they're also orange is amazing. It is, but Especially sometimes I feel like spring. it's not as it, it can be really vibrant. But when I think of like a blue jay and a cardinal, they're like yeah. they're like iridescent. Like and robins are iridescent. Yeah, yeah. It means like to glow or something. Yeah, yeah. I think so. <laughs> okay. Also, robins are a sign of spring. That's why because they mm. they are actually like the leaving in the winter, are... whereas cardinals and blue jays <laughs> oh, aren't. Right. So they don't represent anything of time passing. I see. Whereas That's why robins, robins are. It's a do. sign, and they're yeah. early birds that come back, and, and so they, they survive. Represent well. the changing of the seasons. Yeah, 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 exactly. So that's why they go so often in stories because they're like, yeah, the I think so. And my yeah, like because a blue jay never leaves, and neither does a cardinal. Mm. And they're all vibrant colors. Oh, no, something else that I never knew before I thought about birding. Like, I always knew about birds migrating. So it's like, you know, the geese are going down to Florida or like whatever birds leave here that you don't see in the winter. But until you started birding, it never occurred to me that other birds north of us yeah. migrate just The dark-eyed chunko. And I'm yeah. like, that's so cool. I only ever pictured like... All the birds, like as a kid, you're just like, oh yeah, the birds leave Canada yeah. in winter. But it's like, no, the ones that are used to the even more cold just come down that here. That was one of our first, that was like one of the first cool birding moments we had together. I remember that because you were there when like, I, I was like, this bird's like, only oh, here in, in the, the winter. winter. Yeah. And then it goes north. Yeah. Like but it never also, occurred to me. <laughs> and so it's like, those are similar literally like because Robert's Robins and dark eyed juncos are the types of birds that survive well with humans that you will see mm. truly on your streets that do represent time Passing. And I haven't seen a dark-eyed junco in a while. Yeah, is that truly? It's gone. It's up north. Yeah, but they. Yeah, technically. I just. I, I haven't. No, I. I still see the house sparrows all the time. But You're in right. the winter, yeah, I remember always being north. like, "Oh, dark-eyed junco, dark-eyed junco." And now I. And is it junco? We gotta learn how to say that. Oh, one. I say everything wrong. Sorry, but it's J U N K C O J U N C O. Yeah, dark-eyed junco. I think I heard That's it right. once as junco, um, but I've only realized recently. Like, in, you put the bird feeder stuff out, and I haven't seen any of them yet. Yeah, they're probably so gone. They went back up north because it's like actually they want it to be more cold, cold based on what they eat. It's so cool. Yeah, I didn't, and that was a bird feeder thing in the winter. Just being like, what's that bird? Using my binoculars, using a book, and then being like, "Oh my god, it just migrated here in December!" Mm. Like that's so cool. I I never thought of that before either. It's not like I knew that. Um, two other things I just thought of amazing about birds: why can they just sit in the snow? Like they just like they're not like I know not. It's just the ones that when you're like it's cold outside and you're just sitting outside. I know, and they think seem about so a lot small, of animals, but I know. And then remember in university we learned about like how birds tr um, transfer heat, like why they can walk on really cold surfaces. Yeah, they transfer their heat in their legs, not like in they their stop feet. the circulation. Yeah. yeah, so it's like the feet can be cold, and then the circulation just turns around earlier. Yeah, is that it? Yes, exactly. But the it's blood so cool. still goes, but they transfer the heat her yeah. further up. Yeah, no, it's really smart. Birds are like they've—they're so better cool. adapted to this world than we are. They—they truly have been along, around longer as a species. Hence, they can fly without burning fossil fuels. We, on the other hand, need to fly if we want to go to Mexico. We're gonna have to take the freaking planet with us. Also, another crazy birding moment when we saw great blue herons in Panama. Oh yeah. <laughs> so that was a crazy moment for me too. Great blue herons, these like iconic birds that are around in the summer. That even pre-birding, I was like, a oh, great blue heron. Because yeah, like, they're huge. They're huge and they're common and they enough. Also, yeah, they just stand out the way they swoop low enough over like they're a lake. Amazing or... birds. So like even before birding, I feel like we'd always be like, oh, remember yeah. Sharon the heron? Yeah, like, totally. <laughs> so <laughs> we go to Panama. Again, flying, burning fossil fuels, left, right, and center. It's like looking out the window, like, oh, the earth's beautiful. Just like like pillaging it with like burning <laughs> of coal. Get there. 
And then we're like, oh, I don't know, maybe you're in another country. Like, let's look at birds. Like, we were kind of on like a hike. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my god, that bird. Oh, it looks so much like a great blue heron. And they were like, that is a great blue heron. I was like, what? <laughs> and it was like in the winter. And they're like, yeah. And I like look it up. It's like great blue herons migrate from <laughs> the lakes of Toronto, like to Panama. I'm like, that thing flew here. That is on so wild. the fish and the things it is trying to live off of. And I came here on this goddamn plane, mm-hmm. and I'm questioning why it's here. I'm like, what's that bird? It's like, no, this yeah. is where I actually meant to live. <laughs> that was really cool. I was like, oh my god, that is a great blue heron. That's crazy, and it could be the one that we see in the summer. Yeah, to fly is just an amazing thing. It's so amazing. That's why I it's guess hard humans to are. Maybe that's another draw to birds because flying people just like crave the ability to just like fly on your own yeah and like and people have dreams about flying and like they're often if you could be granted like one magical power people pick to fly know what it happened recently about birding that i like kind of was like i'd never thought of that before and was said in like a funny cheesy way that i like was like what and then when i realized oh my god that person was true was right right was like i always assume if a bird is flying that it is like attempting to eat food it's looking for food it's like scanning it's a Mm. hawk really cool hawks in Toronto. Keep your eyes out. (laughs) Like a hawk looking for a mouse. And then we were like in Colombia, and we were on this boat with this girl who was just like funny, like just an American. So they chat a lot. Sometimes, you know, they don't ask you anything, but they just chat, chat, chat. And I was just kind of like, okay, this person, she's talking, she's talking. And there were like these birds near us flying. And it was like, I was just looking at them. I was like so nice. And I kind of just was like, oh, I wonder if they're doing that like for fun. And she just like looked at me. She's like, well, I'm a birder. And I can, uh, can, the one thing I've learned is like, (laughs) For sure, those birds, uh, they're mostly flying for fun. <laughs> and it was just like, I was like, okay, whoa. Like, first of all, like, you gave I'm her such a different voice than <laughs> but she it was had. Like, yeah, it was like, it was like, well, oh, I can't even do it. What's Arkansas accent? It's like, well, I'm a birder there too. <laughs> but like, lives in Mexico. Anyways. Um, and I kind of wanted to be like, oh, I'm actually a birder too. <laughs> but I didn't because I just let her have it. And I was kind of like, well, she was a weird person. And then since then, I've been like, they're like flying for fun totally like, I'm like i did like of course they are they can freaking fly like yeah. i always was just like oh no it's like always, always for work yeah. it's uh, it's like no they're, they're working. like that <laughs> stupid things walking and looking at me with binoculars see ya i'm gonna go freaking yeah. enjoy this wind it's gonna take no energy for me because i'm gonna glide honey like and i'm fine you're wrong in um like when we were just in Colombia, we would see the pelicans oh, go yeah. down on the waves and basically surf the that waves without touching so them. And then cool. as the wave was about to break, they would come out of it. And it's like, of course that was for fun. Imagine <laughs> that was the option. Like I was there like waiting. I was like, what excursion could we do? Imagine the option was like going so freaking fast down a wave and like with your buddies perfectly yeah. going over it. Freno- That's a video game. Like that is the best well, I can't even fathom that feeling. Well, that's why people surf. You could. True. You could fathom it surfing. True. 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 Wow. 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 Now you got to start surfing. But I still need like a board made out of oil. I still need a polyester yeah, there's a lot. Board. There's a lot you know to get I mean? there. Yeah. That one's just born surfing with everything. really scares me too. Yeah. I was I'm really afraid of surfing. truly almost died surfing when I first learned. <laughs> like I saw the person teaching space and they looked at me and they were like, running like oh my god like that and i was like i'm fine and then they were like they're like that could have been so bad you need to get out oh my god because i had like like (laughs) you know how like the board is like connected to your ankle with this thing i like they were like you we were in ecuador and they were like you have to hold on to this board 
at all times because if you let go of this board and, and there's what, a string let and let it dangle with these oh, waves like so you. i was just like okay fine but then i was like holding it i'm like oh this is kind of awkward like maybe right before i hop on i'll just let go of it for one second before i hop uh, on like who cares like they're <laughs> okay. they're exaggerating so i like i like let go of it i go to hop on like fall off and then all of a sudden it's dangling and this wave just comes like, it goes it. up the wave i like watch it go in front of me and then i watch it come Ooh. at me with so oh, the like blades, the, end, end. the blades are to the right, oh. and it comes and it hits me in my chest, like, and it wins me, and I'm like, and then I like go under, I'm like, and then I come up, and the the person's like running at me, like, and then I was like, oh my god, and they were like, you can't let go, you need to go inside, and I was just like, holy shit, I did not know it was gonna get that real that fast. Whoa. Yeah. So maybe like <laughs> it doesn't happen to everyone, wow, or wow. not, but it was like a board, like, <laughs> and the blades. At one point, I was like, yeah, Your those blades were on my. Like that would be bad. Wow. Like, yeah. You get away with murder. <laughs> no. All uh, the time. Uh, like, so that I would have died if that happened to me. <laughs> it definitely would have like hit me in the face and I lost my vision. It was intense enough that you also probably would have been like, like, I think I was, I was like, I was like, I'm, I'm you know what I mean? <laughs> Could have actually like, feel like you would have been like, uh, yeah, <laughs> the way that you tell this story laughing, like if I had this story in my life, it'd have been yeah. like, and that's You would have been the like, there was a time I got I, a full concussion <laughs> from almost a died. near death experience. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, there's all different types of birds. <laughs> everyone just needs to go out there and look at them. We went over some of the simple ones, but then you're going to get into really complicated, like, warblers is a thing that i'm sorry i'm no like i just don't know i don't uh, know there's so many there's right? so many and they come in spring and summer and they're beautiful they're all these different colors they come from you know just picture costa rica like these intense mm -hmm. birds so they're around in summer so if you can find them which i've actually just had a hard time finding any of them they're really complicated and cool and they like they just like look really cool but there's so many different species and it's just like they all look the same physically. The only thing that's varying is color. Mm -hmm. And so there's like, I don't know, like 20 to like 30 different ones that come in the summer. And so I can't even a seem to find them, let alone when I find like, one. I'm like, I I'm like, which ah! like I can't ever well, know. That's exciting that yeah. you have so much. So some, some people would know the mm -hmm. warblers and then there's calls. I have an app. That listens that's and tells I, you. For some reason, I'm more smart. interested in trying. Not more interested, but I am like, oh, I really want to figure out the calls because sometimes you don't can't see anything, but you can hear it. That's also great if you're doing like the citizen science things that like I do when I go to High Park. You just count the birds, and at the end of your hike, you just put it in. And then Cornell like has a better track of how many birds are there. You can people can track birds by calls. So then, like I go in and I have to see them, verify it's the bird. And then be like, I saw one northern flicker. Mm. I saw one. I saw two hermit thrushes. But some birders can go in and be like, I know that bird's here because I can hear it. And right. then they'll track it. Right. So it's like, like you're actually just tracking whether or not it's there. It's yeah. not about whether you saw it. It's like just yeah. to let people know that bird is here. Which is cool because it's like I'm actually missing out on knowing so many birds mm. are around me. Because if you do know the calls, you can know they're there. Even though it might be really hard to see them because they're so loud. Maybe it's because I'm a singer that I'm more interested in. Well, it's, and it's also cool. <laughs> It's also like, I think for me, it obviously it feels harder. I feel like that it's a fun puzzle for me. Like, and I haven't spent any time, but like, I feel like that could be fun just yeah. to be like, Oh, it's like, it's actually like taking a piano test where you have to like know your intervals and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Or you're just like, Oh, you're, it's like, okay. To be able to hear something and identify it. That's cool. It's really cool that people can do that. And a fun little trickster about that, that just arrived here. End of April saw my first one biking home today 
a mockingbird and it literally oh, just whoa. makes all the sounds of all the other That's birds around cool. it. Yeah. Also, they're super cool and they're ones that are okay around you. Get your binoculars. You'll see them, but you wouldn't, you don't know you've seen one. If we you didn't even burning. talk about the fact that birds can talk. Yeah. <laughs> or you know what's so funny? You weirdly were at the beginning. We're just like, so why birds? So why does one bird? And then, then ever since I was like, whatever, you've just like been freaking out about why birds are the no. coolest thing ever. I'm like, well, let's go. That's why I was. Let's go. To, let's go. I was trying to say at the beginning, I'm none of this is coming out of like trying to be. No, but it's funny because now you're just like bringing up everything. Yeah, I was trying thing. to yeah. learn why. Yeah. And now no, but now it's like, you know why? Because um, they're talking. What and I, they're trying to bang each other right now, which is really fun because they fly in these crazy ways and go like. I don't know how I feel about. Maybe we won't talk about this. People like having birds in cages. Oh, uh, okay. Hot take: white supremacy is bad, and having birds in cages is bad. I know, but obviously, like people could say having a dog and it, like you're basically like. Yeah, I think having a dog is also super weird. And, okay, as long as we're saying that, I just <laughs> yeah. I know there'll be people who probably have no. birds and love their birds and take yeah, care sorry. of birds, uh, and yeah, like, it yeah, can be hurtful yes. to be told like you shouldn't do that. Okay, fair. But, you're right. You're you right. Know? But like, I'm just saying. Okay, then like, oh my own, yeah, duh. <laughs> And also, like, dogs are, like, pets are weird. Like, we know that. <laughs> okay. But so cool that birds can talk. And that's how I know that, because birds live with humans in their homes. Oh, you mean, that's like, what parrots? That's what made me think of it. Yeah. Stuff. Like, can how, like, speak they, English. Sorry, I know they, like, can't talk, but they can I was like, they learn. talk, no, but they talk to each other. But you mean speak English? Literally. Oh, okay. I thought you I meant, meant like, I thought you hey, meant, what's up, dog? oh, my God, Mitch. <laughs> I thought you meant humans Sorry, birds can talk. I'm like, yeah, they're talking to each other. But you mean, like, no. birds can speak, speak English yeah, no, or, like, any crazy. language that they're yeah. taught. and like communicate and say things back to yeah. humans and repeat things like that's so cool and you probably wouldn't know it from being out in nature but because people own birds and have yeah. them in their home you yeah. realize whoa these birds are literally repeating radio that, sounds that's what i was gonna say it is repeating that's what they're doing so yeah. they're not actually communicating like they're not talking but some have been trained to like communicate in a way that you tr train a dog a trick like, yeah yeah give for it your sure, paw for you sure. ask a question it responds yeah, you know yeah. like they are right. crazy intelligent creatures that even though they're repeating they're probably learning to associate oh yeah oh if this is about a treat oh, oh, give yeah. me the treat give me they're the treat definitely you know? <laughs> smart you know what i mean i'm like they've as i said been Evolving on yeah. this planet longer than It's us. so cool. Of that course, they, can they do that. Can learn to speak um, English. I was gonna ask one final question. Unless I'm no, I'm good. Talking. Okay, I'm like literally just like follow me on Instagram slash. I'm gonna start doing like like meetups in the park where we all go birding. You might have to take mushrooms. Okay, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, last I'm question. Kidding. I poisoned you. You people? can either answer the first one. You might not want to answer. You probably know what I'm gonna ask, but it can be current what? turned into a different what? question. What is your favorite bird? Which I know you might oh. be like, no bird's my favorite, but that's why. No, okay, that's good. That's a good one. Um, I do think it is funny, and we do giggle, giggle, and say, of course the birds are looking at. But it's oh. not true. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God, he literally slapped my arm. No, he was, I was like, like no. so then, oh, I thought you were going to just say that. No, I'm not saying that. Okay, pick a bird quick. I'm I saying, have to pee so bad. That's oh, why I'm trying to wrap mean, this Oh, my God, I am having a hard time. Like, if you want a quick answer, now that is hard. I have so then I can give okay. you the second half okay. of the question, which is, what bird are you most, oops, sorry. What bird are you most excited to see that you have? Okay, so it was a northern flicker, and then I saw it. So that's interesting because I've had that on my mind for a long time, and it would have been my that's answer cool. two weeks ago. It's right. been two years, and I, and I just cannot believe I saw it. Like I just like it was walking right in to show my friend birding for the first time. I'm like, haha, there's one, and I'm like, oh, it's kind of big too. <laughs> I look at it, I'm like, that's a northern flicker, and he just like watches me do like something that he could only be like, you're lying. Like, why are you freaking out? Yeah. So it was that was one I really wanted to see, and it was really cool. Okay. It's really, really hard to choose. 
Um, I do feel like I'm just going to say right now, it's like when the like cliff and barn swallows come in spring to Toronto, I'd say it's them because they do look like belugas and they fly really cool. And I just was in New Mexico where they were there and I was like, you're coming home soon, people like they're they're a sign of spring and they're real. They're almost a sign of late spring where it's like it actually is pretty out. There's flowers Mm. and they're like back and they I love them and I saw them for the first time last year like when we went to the spit with my parents mm-hmm. like seeing them fly in those little homes it was like that was so like magical yeah that I was like so cute I want that cool. moment again which will be coming soon so so s- swallows okay ask me the question okay um <laughs> what's your favorite bird oh no which one am I excited to see oh oh sorry That's which one I are you excited I don't to have see? a favorite because oh. I don't think about it that much but something I realized that you know how you said there's the before and after birder? So it's like before birder, I saw these words and didn't really take them into notice. But I know this is a really basic answer. But since learning more about birding, I actually want to see a flamingo. Like I know we're not going to see it here, but oh I'm like, I'm just like, they're yeah, really cool, weird birds that true. I've I, everyone notices, even when they're not birders, because birders, you're like, that's a very like flamboyant, not flamboyant, like flaming color. What do you say? I'm not trying to wow, say gay he's things. really having a hard time saying things that aren't <laughs> like gay. I'm actually going to sit back and watch you do this one. Faggot, a big faggot. Oh, big uh, limp-wristed bo- no, bottom boy. I meant to say f- fluorescent pink is what I was, the word I was trying to find. That's what I was like saying. Well, Everest. that's interesting because when you were saying which one you're most looking forward to, I was obviously like thinking birds you here. could see here. No, I but just meant- that's But that's interesting. I don't think that much about birds outside. Because there's birds. so many. Yeah. Like, it, and the best way to learn anything is through experience, like experiential learning. Like even as a teacher, that's all they want you is like take them on field trips. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard to learn about, about birds that you can't like, like experience actually, and see yeah. and stuff. But that's so, why I mean, I would. It'd be so fun to go back somewhere where there are flamingos. Yeah, no, my point. My, literally, my like, point is that I haven't even thought of that, but I'm thinking about that now, and I'm like, that's fucking crazy. I want to see a flamingo so bad. Yeah, but it's like it's not part of any of the knowledge I'm picking up because everything's always focusing on what you can't see. But I'm like, yeah, I want to see a flamingo. Yeah, and there's probably so many birds you know that I want to see that I don't even know about. Yeah. And like when Southeast I was Asia in, in Australia and went to like a marsh, we saw like so many cranes and they were huge. Yeah, exactly. And I didn't appreciate, I appreciated yeah. it enough, but now I'm yeah, like, I want to look at that with like, different Whoa. eyes. Yeah, I know. Also ostrich. Yeah. Like, frick. I want to see an that's ostrich. That's a bird. I know. How crazy. Yeah. It literally sounds like you're, Kiwi? it sounds like you're truly a bird fan. Oh my God. And, like, you know which like, one? Osprey, no, what's it called? Mitch, what's you're the- literally free. I'm so down. I'm like, this worked. I'm like, he's a birder. I'm a birder. I was, like, you're screaming. I was I'm like, pushing. what are you even saying? Osprey? What's, no, what's Those the are cool. Wind? They make the nests. What's the one that looks like a literal dinosaur in Australia? Can you, vamp, I'm going to look it up. Um, oh, what do you mean? Oh, like Vamp means like just. Oh, okay. I'll tell you other really Australia cool birds. Hermit thrushes. Bird. Okay, no. Grackles are like blackbirds that come back. Cassowary. Thank okay. you. Got it. That You know those? Yeah, yeah. Those are crazy. Dinosaurs. But also I wanted to tell people, I'm realizing in spring, red-winged blackbirds are another really obvious one because they're blackbirds with red wings. Oh, And yeah. they make this really loud noise right now that you can literally, I, every time you open the door, it's like, ah! <laughs> like and so they're fun because they also represent spring and they really... Um, red on their wings, but grackles, as I just said, are like blackbirds with blue kind of heads mm. when you look at them in the right light. Kind of like shimmers. Yeah. We don't have crazy Australia stuff, but there are vultures. Yeah, Love them I, you're too. right. You should appreciate the beautifulness, beauty in simple things as well, but it's exciting to see. Also, maybe because we're not in a place that has these yeah, kind of birds, sure. it's like so outstanding. 
outstanding so um, go out go yeah, out on your hikes birds. look for birds and like do, do lots of um free looks around your parks and buildings at first and then the next thing truly is to just buy binoculars but you can buy used ones because what it does is it makes you able to sort of actually know what you're seeing mm -hmm. for like a lot of the opportunities you're gonna have but there still is a way that you can literally bird without listen like yeah. taking your earplugs out right now on your walk home in toronto and start to learn it's like very easy and then there's really cool apps you can download and it's honestly like such a high recommend <laughs> for me it's like the only thing i would recommend that anyone do <laughs> every other it's other amazing. thing i do i'd be like don't do it it's crazy like you know what i mean yeah you can like wholeheartedly be like this is a good <laughs> like thing. there's nothing bad goodness that's gonna life. happen yeah. yeah it's like only good things are gonna happen yeah <laughs> Okay, yeah, I think that inspired me. Hopefully it inspired other people to look more at the birds. It ends with an ad by being like, and this was sponsored by Big Bird. <laughs> oh my God, All Big Bird. Oh my God, I love Big Bird. I want to see him. And Word life. Bird from Fred Penner. Birds classic, even in our media. <laughs> Thank you so much. Make um, sure you like subscribe. I absolutely have to pee so bad. So me I'm too. Gonna, yeah, okay. Want to go cross, what is it called? Cross swords? Let's go, is bro. Cross swords? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> okay, let's go cross swords. Alright, bye. <laughs> How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.